What to do? Uh, as both of you boys know, because we are recording this a day late, it was mine and my lovely's five year anniversary yesterday. So oh, both... yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to Amelia. She's obviously the number one fan of this show. Uh, but both her and I are absolutely stoked that our number one sponsor is Nutcare. Proudly Australian, Nutcare is taking down under grooming to the modern day man. Recently voted number one by Men's Health Magazine with Bare Nuts Pubic Hair Removal Cream. Nutcare is revolutionising male grooming for men, as we all know now. As proud sponsors of any given Sunday, Nutcare is offering 10% off their first order simply by using the promo code any given Sunday at the checkout and all discounts will be applied. Nutcare, essential grooming for men, which we all can enjoy. Nice. Nice. Congratulations, mate. That's, that's yeah, huge. Congrats. Thank you. Central grooming for men that the ladies can enjoy. Yeah. Hey, all the men. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Everyone can enjoy. Everyone. (laughs) Round 45. Round 45. You are listening to Any Given Sunday Australia. Yes, hello and welcome to the Any Given Sunday Australia podcast, the number one podcast in at least three households, one studio, the Gridiron Australia headquarters, Winnipeg. And I reckon after yesterday, we're pretty big in Kentucky too, Danny, just so you know. Absolutely. Uh, joining huge. us, absolutely, it will, it will be huge. We'll get onto that soon. But joining us as always is our ever reliable Danny's his basement down in the places that we don't talk about at <laughs> Tim Carty, AGSAU. How are you, big girl? Uh, very good, Macca. Uh, just in the, the middle of Panda Watch, as you boys know. So my beautiful wife, uh, we're expecting a, a child at any moment. So it could happen mid-episode. So keep watching if you never know. <laughs> yes, we will hear the phone go off the or knock the on knock the on the door. door. <laughs> out, of go. out of there. But we will adjust, we'll adapt and overcome as we always do. That's right. We've also got our junior boy turned senior boy at Danny Webb AGSAU. I always appreciate you having it down the bottom corner so I can actually read it. How are you, Mike? <laughs> I'm fantastic. As you can see, rocking one of the new half zips. It's absolutely fire. They are flying off the shelves. We have opened our merch store, which we will uh, post a link to. Well, we've done it on all our socials, but we'll post a link at the bottom of the YouTube clip as well if anyone wants to jump on. Any support is greatly appreciated. But yeah, we've got some great gear on there and we've got some more coming. Yeah, what? so we, we've got the, the winter range kind of out there at the moment. We've got the half zip. We've got the hoodie. Uh, Timmy's got a version of the hoodie on at the moment, uh, one of the hoodies. Uh, we've got some long sleeves, but we're also, do we want to announce, do you want to talk about the shirts that we've got coming or leave that for a future? I think, I think so. Yeah, announce away. Announce away. Let's pump. Well, Danny, you're the you're the brains behind it. What have you got in store for us, mate? So we're going to be releasing, we're probably going to be releasing them uh, bit by My bit. We're going, yeah, we're going to be releasing the version of the shirt that T-Mac has on, but in your favorite team's color. So we're going to be releasing 32 different T-shirts with your team colours so you can rock any given Sunday and support whatever team you support all at the same time or rock another team. And yeah. Danny Boy, Danny Boy's mocked up a few of those for us that we, we've we been lucky Oof. enough to look at, Macca, and they're absolute fire. Like some of them look yeah. really, really good. So like the, the the teams that have those even brighter colours and stuff, geez, oh, yeah. I, I definitely want to get a few other teams' colours. Oh, no, that's awesome. I've said to Danny that it's going to send me broke because I, there's so many teams. Like even... The Kelly Green that we've gone with for the Eagles looks absolutely like crisp, and then we've got like Miami with those few brighter colours, and you know the Panthers they oh, they look so good. So I'm gonna send me broke, Danny. 
It's going to be great though because you we can rock it because they're just a nice colorway and no one really has to know that you're supporting the other team. Yeah, so I, exactly. I got a I got a New York Giants T-shirt in in the drawer and it lives in the drawer. I can't wear it. Can't bring myself to wear it. <laughs> but yeah. if it's a New York Giants color. Yeah. Like on any given Sunday, by God, I'll yes, baby. It. I mean, that's yeah. a pass. That's a definite pass to wear it for sure. Ages yeah. all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we've also we had a pretty big interview yesterday that I ended up running by myself due to uh, some things that didn't quite go astray. And obviously, Cardi, like you said, you, you're you're on baby watch. We we didn't announce during the episode, but uh, you obviously know it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan and Wilson Berry. Uh, so Jordan, obviously the. Uh, most recent Minnesota Vikings, Pittsburgh Steelers punter. So that was huge. And Wilson's making his way through the University of Kentucky as a punter. So that was a great chat. You listened in, Danny. How did you, what were your thoughts? Yeah, so I was, uh, unfortunately, I was stuck at work, but I managed to listen in to the whole episode and like hearing the two boy story, like the level of commitment and especially what Jordan did, like coming over, like as one of the first Australian punters over there to really like make a big splash. It was incredible to listen to this, like his perseverance and like him paving the way for everyone as well. And it's mm. going to be really interesting to see what uh, Wilson does in the next couple of years and if he can take that next step as well. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely in that mold of the the punters that the NFL actually like where we seem to send them over and they they do really well and but there's not quite the NFL punters that we want. But Wilson's definitely in that. Having the older brother obviously definitely helps and having a few connections as well. So... We've got yeah. today. You're gonna. Oh, you're you're gonna more. No. no, no. We've got today. <laughs> no. we'll, we'll move on. We, we've been talking a little bit of dribble. We got our AFC North preview. Uh, so obviously the Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Uh, again, we've rotated around. We had. We, I always forget. What do we start with? Am I starting with last week? Last yeah, year's schedule? Yeah. Was that was that with last year? And I've just got a little bit of a recap, which I'll just run through because obviously both teams. Uh, sorry, two teams went to the playoffs. So I'm just gonna run through the whole. What they what they did last year, and then we'll jump into little divisional into recap, little cool. di- whole divisional recap. I like it. Strap yeah. in. All right. So the Cincinnati Bengals took it out for the second consecutive year at twelve and four. The Ravens were ten and seven. The Steelers for their nineteenth nineteenth season 19th. above five hundred. Sixteen. Yeah, were nine and eight, and the Cleveland Browns uh, finished at the bottom of the division with seven and ten. Uh, the Bengals, like a lot of people might think that the numbers are odd, but it was because the Bengals face uh, Buffalo Bills when mm-hmm. the safety Demar Hamlin went down when he suffered that cardiac arrest. But thank God he's uh, all up and well since that. So yeah, that game was suspended, and then days later that game was actually cancelled. Uh, the Ravens beat the Falcons late in the season to clinch that wild card spot. Then the Super Wild Card weekend, the Bengals actually faced the Ravens at mm. uh, the Bengals' home, and the uh, Bengals defeated the Ravens with a score of 24 to 17 with most notably the play that Tyler Huntley fumbled the ball and then Sam Hubbard recovered the ball and ran a 98 yard scoop and score to defeat the Ravens, which was absolutely mm. huge. And you we saw love him. Love a boy touchdown. Love a boy touchdown. He was blowing. Yeah, he was absolutely blowing. Which is uh, actually the longest return fumble in NFL history, which is pretty incredible. Cool. Then, the, then the Bengals... And the Bills had a rematch at the Bills' home stadium. Uh, despite the home field advantage and there was a lot of heavy snow, the Bengals were able to upset the Bills with a score of 27 to 10. Josh Allen threw a timely interception, which wasn't good. Uh, so the Bengals managed to take away that one. And then for the second consecutive 
time, uh, yeah, year, the, the AFC Championship was the Bengals against the Chiefs. And there was such a tight game. I don't know if anyone saw the end of the last episode of quarterback or second last episode of quarterback, but it kind of reminded me of what actually went down in that game. But it I'm was... Not, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. You already know. <laughs> <Yeah>, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was actually a t- really timely penalty of uh, Joseph mm. Asai push my... Uh, push Mahomes once he had already actually crossed over the sideline. That's and right. Was, there was very little time left in the game and actually managed to put the Chiefs in field goal position and the Chiefs managed to kick that field goal. Otherwise, we'll go into overtime. So it's a super mm. tightly contested game. And that's how the AFC North wrapped up with the Bengals going home and the Chiefs going on to win the Super Bowl. So they were very, very close. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you've definitely wrapped that up in a nice little package. So it's on to me and you, Cards. We'll do the, you, you've got the ins and outs. We'll do them team by team, and I'll, I'll talk about um, their schedule going forward. So why don't you pick who we're starting with, mate? Well, let's start at the top. We'll go with the bagels. Righto. How do you feel about that? Yep, I'm happy with that. And, you want as to we like to say, our good, ma- our good mate, Maxie, it's Maxie's bagels. Yep. Um, and we, we were just having a bit of a chat off air. They've kind of managed to... Uh, pretty much hang on to everyone, definitely on the offensive side of the ball. Um, yeah. that that receiving core of Chase, um, Higgins, um, and the likes, Jones, they're, they're hanging around, they're going again, they're filling up again. But on the defensive side of the ball, in the secondary, they lost the two cornerbacks, Eli Apple and Trey Flowers, and then Jesse Bates, the third, and Bon Bell, the two safeties, they've also gone. Yeah. Um, so just looking at their draft and what we like to do. In these apps, we just kind of look at their each team's sort of first three picks. So in the draft, they've they've taken with their first pick in, in the first round at number twenty eight, Miles Murphy, defensive end. And then in the second round, they took DJ Turner, a cornerback. So kind of filling, hoping to fill one of those um, gaps left by the two cornerbacks leaving. And then their third round pick at number ninety five, Jordan Battle. He's a safety out of Alabama. Um, so obviously looking to sort of help fill those voids left. And I think. From the 2021 draft, they kind of had a couple of guys in the secondary there that, that, you know, they had a few starts that will be obviously looking to step up um, into that starting position. And then just a couple of key additions. uh, They've added Trevor Simeon, uh, quarterback, obviously to sit in behind Joey Burr. Um, Irv Smith Jr., he's a tight end that they've added in. And also Orlando Brown Jr., an offensive tackle, which... They did have a few problems on that offensive line earlier in the year. Joey, mm-hmm. Joey was just getting sacked, of sacked. too often. I, you know, you sort of heard their offensive line described as a bit of a sieve sometimes. Like, so they were just able to get to Joey way too much. So they're kind of shoring things up there. They've they've moved a few guys around um, in that offense in that offensive line as well, just to try and shore things up. So. Uh, yeah, obviously looking to load up and go again. Like they're they're poised for another run. Um, at a Super Bowl, so yeah, that's sort of where they're where they're at with the just the main ins and outs. Um, and, Joe, yeah. and Joey B was saying that he was loving getting hit; it was making him play better. He loved to get hit at the starting game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it would make him play better. But I think any quarterback would love to not get hit and yeah. still play well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Orlando <laughs> Brown, that's you. He's come over from the the Chiefs, I reckon. That's the Chiefs. Yeah, enormous, massive, massive. I remember uh, he. I think that was a pay discrepancy as to reason why he left. So. The, the holes that they need to fill, especially deep, you know, those safeties. And it sounds like those young rookies might be getting a bit of game time. Like, that's huge for them. Well, yeah, that, that's what will be happening now with, with those more experienced guys leaving. 
the guys that sort of had those six to nine starts last season and that they'll be mm. they'll be looking at, at you know probably starting most of the year. Yeah. It is, it is huge the Bengals are bringing, like you said at the start, bringing back so much consistency. They've been so close to the top. They went to the Super Bowl in 2021, then the AFC Championship in last season in 2022. Like they're right there. They're like chomping at the bit to actually get there. And to only go down to the Chiefs by a field goal, then you would have been taken on the Eagles. And who knows? Who knows what could have happened in that game? Could have been, mm. could have been all the Bengals' way. Mm, absolutely. Before I get on to their key schedule matches that I've picked. We have to mention C2C Rare Threads. They, they are the sponsors of the first half of this uh, preview. They are huge for us. They have enormous enormous range of gear as well as shoes. Their sneakers, their sneaker range is huge. And as we mentioned last week, they've adapted their uh, code to and now allow for the sneakers too. So any given Sunday is a code. It's on any, any purchase. It's not just the first purchase, which is also huge by them. So any given Sunday, C2C Rare Threads. You can find them online. Uh, or on Instagram is probably the easiest place to find them. So in our go to our Instagram, you'll find all of our sponsors and it's straight to them. And yeah, they're huge. But the the Bagels, I've I've picked three huge games, I believe, for them going forward. Their buy is in week seven, so a relatively early buy. Uh, but then they've got back to back. They've got the forty. They're at the 49ers and then they're at home to the Bills. So that's week eight and week nine. They're pretty huge games, obviously. And then you said that game against the Chiefs. They've, they've kind of built up a fair rivalry against the Chiefs, and you've seen that in the quarterback uh, that Mahomes said. He came out and said that, I want to play the Chiefs, uh, the Bagels. I want to play them. I want to beat them. So they got them at the Chiefs in Week 17, which will be uh, a huge game, I think. So they're the three at, at 49ers, home to the Bills, and at the Chiefs. If they can win two of those, and they'll go a long way to you know clinching this division. And that... Like they did say in quarterback, they were calling Arrowhead, Burrowhead for a long mm-hmm. time until the obviously the Chiefs took it out in that last matchup. But yeah, yeah so the Burrow has a great record when playing Mahomes. Yeah. I should That's also a- mention there that this division's playing the NFC West and the AFC South. So they're the two divisions that they're going to be playing. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. Next card. Yeah, that, that week 17 matchup, that could be a little another little preview of the mm-hmm. AFC championship game so which would be huge if they can go back if they can go back three years in a row if they can go back three years in a row to the AFC championship same teams I love that I love a modern day rivalry bring it on yeah it's hell yeah that's every bit of a rivalry too here we go next uh the Ravens uh gonna roll on to the Ravens so obviously they come in uh second in the division made it to the playoffs um and as Danny said Went down to the bagels, ultimately. Uh, huge, the biggest uh, addition, obviously, the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. from um, mm. free agency. Um, there'd been a lot of talk, and there has been a lot of talk, about the Ravens have never drafted a, I think it's a, oh, is it a Pro Bowl wide receiver? I don't think they've ever drafted, or, or something along those lines. Like They just haven't ever been able to hit in the draft with their wide receivers. Obviously, they've traded people in and stuff like that. But obviously, adding the class of a, of a receiver like Odell Beckham Jr. is huge. Getting a weapon for Lamar, who um, obviously the other big story of the year, signed his um, mm. finally signed his contract extension. So trying to get some weapons in uh, for Lamar there. They also drafted with their first pick at number 22 in the first round, Zay Flowers, the wide receiver out of Boston College. And he had some really good college numbers. Um, so you could probably expect him to get um, a fair few targets 
uh, probably this coming season. Their second pick, which was in the third round, number 86, Trenton Simpson, a linebacker from Clemson. And then their third pick in the fourth round, pick 124, Tavius Robinson. Uh, what is he? I think he's an O-lineman from Mississippi. Uh, and they're just some key departures. Kenyon Drake, the running back, Demarcus Robinson and Sammy Watkins, the wide receivers. Mm. And Josh Oliver, tight end, has also um, departed during the off-season there. Um, but not yeah, huge just, outs, bigger ins than not, outs. Not, I think. Yes, not not massive names, but just mm. just guys, yeah, that you know, in that in that wide receiver position, that they've obviously looking to add that weapon of Odell. Like the biggest story is obviously adding um, Odell into that wide receiving core there. Um, yeah, would you say that? Uh... Lamar didn't play much really last year, did he? So round he's almost a he's round almost a fourteen was his knee injury, yeah. And I think since since Lamar started, um, they're like you know forty six and sixteen with him playing, and then four and eight when he's not playing. So the record yeah. obviously speaks for itself when Lamar is in. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a much better side, and like you know, there's all the narrative about um, Lamar can't throw and things like that. But you know, that's just. Well, that's going to come to fruition this year, isn't it? Like, he's got the weapons now. He's still got Mark Andrews. He's still going to be his safety blanket. But he's got Odell. He's got Zay Flowers, which has huge wraps coming out of, was it Boston College, you said? Like, so he's huge. got the weapons Look, around him. Looking at their depth chart, they've got him as a number one wide receiver as well. So um, huge, huge wraps on Zay. Obviously, going mm. first first rounder, he's going to be pretty pretty good. Well, yeah, so I don't know if you... They've, they've had a massive upgrade to their wide receiver room compared to what they had last year. But they also haven't all played together, all been on the field yeah. together. And then Lamar exactly. Jackson's Lamar Jackson's health is obviously always going to be a massive question, which yeah, will sure. always come into it. Like if when And his mindset like, though, but like now that he's got that money, like he, I reckon his mindset will change. Yeah. So what is in like how much he's going to play? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just well, feel I like he'll be just, more durable like, now that he's got the guarantee. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can kind of focus in a bit more. <laughs> and like, you know, their defense has always been – pretty solid like they were only yeah. ranked 26 last season or something but they were third last year in scoring defense which is huge mm. so to be able to score from your defense is a, is a massive thing but you know like their defense is always you know pretty pretty solid and they've brought in Roquan Smith um for yeah, the Bears last year so he was he wasn't in last year but their their passing yards per game before he joined were 266 yards and then after he joined only that dropped down to 201 yards. So huge impact immediately once he's joined. So that yeah. definitely helps shore things up on the defensive side of the ball as well. And was, yeah. uh, and was J.K. Dobbins, was he injured last year? He missed and a he, fair portion. He was coming back from the knee injury. Because yeah. the year before, they had like the four running backs or something that all got knee injuries. So it was all on Lamar's shoulders where at the back end of last year, you know, Tyler Huntley was the QB, but they had the running backs coming back. So... Just getting that continuity again back, like you said. Just getting them playing together. So the first, you know, four to six weeks might be a bit scratchy, um, but after that, the back end of the season, they're going to be absolutely lightning. But everyone keeps saying about how Lamar can't throw, and you know, but he's he's the only QB. I can't remember how many years it's been, but last year against Miami early on, the only Miami as well, he was the only QB to have a seventy-five yard rushing and a seventy-five yard passing touchdown in the same game, like. Which he can do it. It's just he needs the, the weapons around him and he's got them this year. So it could be a big year for the Ravens. And if it's not, then it's, uh, I don't know, it'll be a lot of questions being asked if they if they don't live up to the expectations, I think. Yeah, and because like Odell obviously wanted to go to a Super Bowl contending team and he made that very clear. It's like 
either go to a Super Bowl contender or I'm not coming back. Mm. So with him wanting to go there, he obviously believes. Yeah, that, remember when he was like, I'm not going to be playing regular season games. I'm just going to play. <laughs> I'm only showing up for the playoffs. Maybe from round 14 onwards, I'll play yeah. a couple. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just to warm into it. But yeah. Yeah. He's in a he's a weird unit, but good on him. He, he's like you said, he's picked a team that everyone's and and they had that phone call, um, him and Lamar. So it seems like they've already got a bit of a relationship going. So it could be, yeah, I think it could be good things for them. But we'll we'll see what happens as far as their schedule goes. They got a week thirteen bye, so on the back end. Um, so like you said, there's there's good like pros and cons for that. But the three games that I've picked for them are actually the th- or three of the last four games. Uh, week 15, 16, and 17. So they're at the Jags, which could be a big game, especially if uh, Trevor's going well, at the 49ers in week 16, and then home to Miami in week 17. So those three games, I think, at the back end, as leading into playoffs, can really either crumble them or, or launch them into the playoffs. It's a pretty solid run run coming up into playoffs, and that's going to give you a good indication of, of where you're at, um, mm. for sure. Yeah, some really tough games there, essentially. You, you know, like, that's the tough part. Like, do you want to have tough games towards the end of the schedule, or do you want to ease around those playoffs? Do you want to be trying to be playing your best football before the playoffs, so when you do go into the playoffs, you can continue and build on that? Or do you want to, like, a nice cruisy run, so you're almost resting, making sure everyone's healthy? I reckon we yeah. talked about this a bit during the year, Macca, and, uh, like, there's arguments for both. I think yeah. I'm in the camp of good, solid hit-outs. Yeah, like, how many times do you see the team? You see it in the AFL as well, coming off the bye, they're just not quite, you know, they're just missing a beat or something. And it's the same if you've got an easy beat to finish the year, I reckon. It's just not quite where uh, you want yeah, to be. I, I think if you're coming off those solid hit outs, like you'll know you're so finely tuned and like you're mm. in the zone and you've got momentum and things like that. Like I, I think that all plays into it um, yeah. for sure. And can you can get. Injured in an easy game, you can get injured in a hard game. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, exactly. In that way. So, yeah. Uh, Steelers or Browns, mate? Uh, we'll have a look at the Steelers. We'll stick with the how everyone finished off the year. Were That's they third, a, were they? They were yeah, third. Sorry. Did you listen to Danny's rap at all? <laughs> yep, I did. Or, or have any, any idea what happened last year without even listening to my rap? <laughs> no. No, it didn't um, happen in Green Bay. It didn't happen at all. <laughs> Yeah, right. So going through, having a look, some of the key departures, not huge names. Well, I didn't know too many of these guys, but uh, Benny Snell running back, uh, Malik Reed. Um, who else have we got in there? Devin Bush, Miles Jack, and Robert Spillane, all linebackers. Cam Sutton, cornerback. I might have heard of him before. Um, so a few, no. you know, a few outs there, but I'm not sure man, how you know how many big names out. I think Miles Jack would be the biggest name there. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, and admittedly, like I don't, I'm not too familiar with the the Steelers um, roster. So then, just some um, key additions: Allen Robinson, wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, coming in. Um, who else did we have? Patrick Peterson, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Nate Herbig and Isaac Semualo. Um Danny Special. Well, Raven Clark, yeah. So you know, oh, Keanu Neal, safety. I'd heard of him. Um, <laughs> so, but you know, you, you're this. kind of seeing a balance of you know the the same sort of guys in and out. Yeah, um, again, I think bigger ends than outs. Yeah, for sure. In the draft, they've taken with their first uh, their pick in the first round at number fourteen, Broderick Jones, an offensive tackle from Georgia. Um, Joey Porter Jr., quarterback, Penn State, in the second round at pick number thirty-two. Uh, I think. There's pretty big raps on Joey Porter. And then another Keanu, Keanu Benton, 
uh, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin, also in the second round at pick 49. There were the the Steelers' top three picks there. So, yeah, admittedly, I don't know uh, their roster too well. Um, but I kind of thought you could kind of class TJ Watt as maybe a bit of an in, just with how much of the year he missed mm. last was year. Was it a peck or something he missed with? Yeah, I'm pretty there. sure it was a peck. I think he tore the peck or... <laughs> Danny straight on it. Ripped the peck. <laughs> I, I'm kind of classing him as an in. He's such a huge part of their defense. And like, you know, he's yeah, like... He's, he's he is the game, defense. He's like that game wrecker mm-hmm. um, kind of player. So he's... Yeah, he. I'm classing him as a bit of an in um, also. I don't know if you saw the the Instagrams. He's just been spending time with uh, brother JJ too, just honing his craft on a yeah. golf course. Weirdly enough, but what they were out there cleats on, no shirts on a golf what course. Teacher. <laughs> yeah, so, but it is huge, and like he is already a game wrecker. And then twenty point five uh, sacks last year, and like he's only going to be up. I reckon. Like he's setting all, he's pretty much breaking all the records that JJ set. So, do you have it there, Danny? August 20th, he suffered a torn pectoral, which he uh, ha- had to have surgery for. Yeah, so he missed a, a good chunk of the first half. Of the year. He, he definitely came back. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he missed a, a good chunk of the year for sure. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. That's the, the defense just sets it up for Kenny Pickett to, especially being so early, like you, you're not going to be a late scorer that you are in the back end of your career. So uh, he's got another year under his belt, Kenny. But I actually picked four games. They've got the week six by. Um, but we went. I went with that early, early mindset. So I felt like they had a tougher run towards the back end of the year. But early on, they've got week two. They've got the Browns. Week three, the Raiders. Week four, the Texans. Week five, the Ravens, and then into the bye. So if they can get, you know, three, if not four, of those wins, um, you know, you think the Browns and the Ravens being divisional games are always tough. You know, I think that at Vegas. So that's going to be a tough one for them as well. And you, you're just not quite sure. We said with the Texans that you, you you probably want to get them early before they start getting a bit of a rhythm. So that week four, whether they're starting to gel yet or not, you know they might be able to get on top of them. But if they get into the bye and they're four and two or, or, or four and one and or five and zip, like they're going to be going a long way in in this division. Like it's been so tight over the last few years. So yeah, I, I, think, I think the back I end think, of the season I think will be tough for them. A lot of that depends on how Kenny Pickett like improves because he uh, threw seven touchdowns to nine interceptions last season. So obviously that's not the best ratio. Uh, he did throw for two thousand four hundred and four yards. Um, so as long as he continues to improve, like on the projection that he was, because towards the back half of the season he was playing better. Mm. As long as he continues to improve and uh, the weapons around him also start playing well, and like you know they get their continuity, they do have a chance to definitely improve. Yeah, I just got a note here. I just out of the four of them looking through, I reckon they had the easiest schedule as well. So, yeah, like, I, no, I noticed that when I was going through and trying to work out my preview. But it's just yeah, it's still a couple of unanswered questions. Is hmm. like on what direction Pickett's going to go? Is he going to yeah. take that next step? Yeah, I think he threw in one of his earlier games. He threw three of his interceptions there. He definitely got better as the year went on. I think this they, they had a record three of seven. Um, that might have been going into the bye whenever it was, but they so they finished off the year to end up having their winning record, and that was off the back of Kenny coming in. So I think yeah, he's on an upward trajectory, but yeah, you're 100 right. He, it, it all depends on how his growth and everything uh, goes. But he's also got like George Pickens is going to his second year. He's got a good wide receiver core around him. It's just yeah, taking that next step. Yeah, absolutely. 
Alrighty, we're going to finish off with them Browns, them Cleveland mm. Browns. Which we all know finished fourth in the division. Absolutely, <laughs> because, uh, yeah. Because we're professionals. That's that it. is all-encompassing uh, wrap-up, which was great. Um, some key departures, Jacoby Brissett, uh, quarterback. He obviously left. Deshaun is back in. I'm classing, again, Deshaun as an in. In addition, he missed the first 11 games, uh, mm. as we all know from uh, Why? suspension, suspension oh, last year. Okay. Um, we're, we're here to talk about football. We're here to talk about football. Kareem Hunt and Dernis Johnson, running backs, gone. Chris Hubbard, offensive tackle, also gone. Um, just having a look. It's a cool name. Greedy Williams, cornerback. He's also gone. <laughs> oh, greedy. Greedy, yeah. Love it. Uh, then key, key additions. Uh, they brought in quarterback Joshua Dobbs, obviously, to sit behind Deshaun. Marquise Goodwin, wide receiver. And Elijah Moore, also wide receiver. And Jordan Atkins, a tight end. Um, Zadarius Smith on the edge as well. Another mm. um, decent in there. And then at the draft, so as we know, they obviously gave up the farm to get um, Deshaun last year. So they've given away a lot of their first rounders. I think they're not picking in the first round until 2025. Um, so that's always like fan bases always are pretty nervous about that because you can't get that depth if you're not picking in the first round or even the first two rounds, which they didn't in this draft. Their first pick was in the third round at number 74. They took Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver out of Tennessee. Uh, next pick in the third round again, number nine, pick number 98, Siaki Ika, defensive tackle out of Baylor. And then uh, their third pick, Dewan Jones, offensive tackle from Ohio State in the fourth round at pick 111. Hmm. Yeah. They're just mm-hmm. um just a quick one. You should remind me. I should have mentioned it earlier, but uh, completely off topic. But it was the Deshaun Watson suspension that reminded me. Mm-hmm. The Commanders today have been officially uh, sold, so that's officially gone through. All the um, owners voted, and that's officially gone through. So that's huge for the Commanders. Mm-hmm. That, that terrible reason why you reminded me, but that's just reminded me. Um, <laughs> On the Browns, a, a notable – they've got the Hall of Fame game this year against the Jets. Um, so they'll be starting earlier than most teams in the preseason, which can go, again, either way. But it'll be good, I think, for them to be able to get to Sean Watson, you know, just working with those wide receiver core and, and moving forward again. they got a week five bye, so real early bye. Uh, and the three games that I think will be huge for them is week 12, 13, and 15. So they're at home to the Broncos and away to the Rams and – and then at home again um, to the Bears. So three games, I think, if they're serious, they should be definitely winning. And, and again, that back end of the season, uh, just getting in a bit of a roll, maybe put, pushing for, for playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's them. Yeah, I think the, like the excuses of Deshaun being rusty and obviously missing so yeah. much football, they're, they're kind of gone now. He, he, he played the last six. Um, he's got a full... Preseason and OTA, like all that sort of stuff under his belt, and he's got a pretty good wide receiving core there in Cooper, Moore, and Peoples Jones. Like mm. that's pretty solid. And then obviously having Nick Chubb and Jerome yeah. Ford, and you got Nick Chubb exactly right. Like, like he's an absolute Nick Chubb. Like, you know, so really complements the, the throwing game really well. I don't, it might be controversial, but I don't know if I'm all in on Watson. Like, because yeah. uh, yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to get back to that 2019 standard where they did like mm. throw everything at him. So last season he held on to the ball before throwing it for 3.13 seconds. No other QB was above three. I heard that stat, yeah. Which is yeah. like 
pretty crazy. Like, so he's obviously like, yeah, okay, you've got the rust. You had everything else that went on before the season. Obviously, it's going to be in your head. But when you're actually playing football, you should be just playing football. Mm. And he, yeah, to be that almost indecisive, like, yeah, okay, that could go on the team that you've got on the field and them not getting open. But also, it's so yeah. long to get through his check downs yeah. and everything. It's like, yeah, he's, he's taking a lot of time. Is it also trust, like trusting in, like coming back after yeah. what, two, two and a bit years of not really playing? Just getting the trust in the wide receivers. That's why I reckon the early game against the the Jets, whether he plays, you know, we had that drama last year where Josh Jacobs played and everyone went, wow, we're getting rid of him in the Raiders, but he ended up going on a an absolute tear and having an awesome year. So mm. whether Deshaun plays in that game and, and gets, you know, just that continuity that I think they need. Um, if, yeah, I think you should. Like, obviously, he's a massive, name, oh, massive contract. But for the way that he ended the season, like, it wasn't great. By, no. by any means, it wasn't. It wasn't a, like it wasn't a good team to watch because it was like quite ugly football. So if you take, yeah, I don't know if you take him into next season, he really needs to try and get back to the way that he was playing. Otherwise, there's going to be some serious questions thrown at him. Mm. What about? Do you know much about their defense, Macca? Not. Uh, they're always not a, a solid. Not a lot of huge names there, like Miles Garrett, obviously. But yeah, well, he is a huge name. He was an absolute Zedaria, beast. Zedaria, they brought in Miles Garrett. Probably two of the bigger names in there, but like well, bringing in Zadarius, he's an older player. He was at the Packers for a few years, and it's like yeah, he's, he's one of those couple veteran heads. Um, but I think he'll also offset Miles Garrett quite nicely, which could mean Miles Garrett has another bigger year. Like he is an absolute beast, Miles Garrett. If you ever seen, like he's seven foot twenty one, like he's enormous, <laughs> um, and he's the one that always rocks the, the QB, the sacks that he's that he's got on his jacket, but. Their their defense is always it's a grand like it's the dog pound it's a ground and pound kind of defense so they're always solid they're yep. just not you know having they haven't had the the QB on the other side they had Baker that took them to the playoffs um, the other year was it the Browns yeah um, but then they shipped him out like it just didn't make sense the front office has not helped their defense has been their their core the the front office hasn't helped them in any way, like just yeah. shipping around quarterbacks and things like that. So, yeah, it just goes back. If, they, if their defense, uh, offense can, you know, play Fire. some actual football <laughs> instead of being, <laughs> you know, their key player out for 11 games and then coming back and just not really firing. Yeah. So having a full preseason, getting the early game, I think that Hall of Fame game is, is, is bigger this year than it is for any other years um, for what they need, I reckon. Yeah, they need, need the wins on the board early. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That's going to lead straight into our predictions. But before we get there, uh, the other sp- sponsor of the podcast is huge, American Connection. Uh, therefore, all your on-field stuff, it's absolutely uh, amazing what they do have. Uh, and I reckon they've just brought out a fresh range too. Like we said, seeing down at Croydon. Yeah, kit. Yeah. Right. All, the, all the kit that the, the boys were wearing down there and it all had AK written all over it. American Connection on Instagram or au is where you're going to find them. 10% off with the code any given Sunday if you can't find them. Connection with a K. If you can't find them, just go to our socials and you will – they're all there. You can't miss them. So, Danny, you've got the predictions this week. I've got the unders, overs, and the uh, dollar value for the winners. I'm making blind blind predictions, so let's do it. So, I I also (laughs) dove deep into the schedule and uh, how the teams perform, the pickups, the drop-offs, everything. So I actually had Browns once again coming in last because I don't do not oh. have faith in Watson improving as I just spoke about. So I've got mm-hmm. them at eight and nine. Ooh. I've got the I got the Steelers. Do you want me to Matt. tell you what they the actual is? Well, you got eight and nine. So the under over is nine and a half. Yeah, I'm going under. I don't. Yeah. Give me I don't, that under. 
I don't have faith in them getting nine wins. Like, yeah, it's a that's the thing with this division. Like, it is tough, and you have to face all the other, the other teams, and they they are relatively close. Like, the Bengals and Ravens are obviously going to always stand out at the top, mm-hmm. but like to play the Steelers in Pittsburgh is never going to be an easy game anyway. Or mm-hmm. to play the Browns in Cleveland, it's still not going to be an easy game. So, I think no matter what, like these teams having to face each other is almost like their own detriment. Yeah. Uh, next, though, I had the Steelers matching their record of last year. I. They do have a relatively easy schedule compared to some of the other teams in there, but I feel like Kenny probably just needs another year under his belt. His leap from year two to year three, I think it's going to be a lot bigger than his leap from year one to year two. So I've just got them at nine and eight. Eight and a half is the official. Yeah, so bang on. So I'm just going to go slightly over on that one. And then I'll take the over. Yep. And then oh, I had he doesn't have losing seasons. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably no, he, why it's is, eight and a half. As much as I don't know much about the Steelers, he is one of my favourite coaches, though. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is a beast. Yeah. That was a big chat about with uh, Jordan Berry about how good he is and and just the way he goes about things and and make yeah. sure that you know that you know across all three you know special teams, um, offense, defense that he is there, he is watching, he's taking notes, even if it's just in the background, he is huge. So. Yeah. I, that's where I'm a little bit maybe Kenny Pickett having that full preseason under Mike Tomlin as well might, might be a bit bigger of a, a jump than you're thinking. Which I'm all for. Like, I love Kenny Pickett. I reckon he's mm. a great quarterback and I do actually want to see him succeed. Yeah. I just don't know if the yeah. – it's just hard. So some of those games I was going through, I'm like, that's a 50-50. That's a 50-50. Mm. So yeah. I gave him half the 50-50s and that's where how they ended up on 9 and 8. They're still, yeah. going to, they're still going to take out that winning record. I've got faith they're going to take That's out that winning record. 20, 20 in a row. Yeah, <laughs> so they can have the 20 in a row, which is incredible. Absolutely incredible stat. And then next, I have the Ravens. Now, the Ravens, to me, have like the biggest question mark on, mm. will Lamar stay healthy? Will the new wide receiver room like you know, actually perform to the way everyone's expecting him to? It is going to be tough. But I do have, like like when Cass was saying, when Lamar is playing, so as long as he's healthy and he is playing, he's got a lot more to play for now and he's got that contract with so much guaranteed money, I think he's not going to really leave anything on the line. So I do have them finishing at 12 and 5. Whoa, 10 and a half is the under those. I'll take, I'll take the over still, but totally agree with Danny. Depends so much on Lamar's health, but I think also if Odell can stay healthy as well mm. is, a, is a big... Big factor. And Zay Flowers, how big he's going to Zay be Flowers as well. Being, exactly, being a rookie. So, yeah, a lot of question marks. Uh, I will take the over, but just tentatively. I think. Mm-hmm. Ten and a half is still a lot of wins. Yeah. 12 and 5 probably gets you in the playoffs, really. I'm expecting him to be back in the playoffs. Yeah. But I think they've made too many moves this offseason. Lamar's got his massive contract. He's got too much that he needs to prove as well to show that it was worth that giant deal. Mm. So, I think he's going to be like, look, this is why you gave me the money. I'll show yeah. you. He's like, I'll take you. And like we were saying before, like Odell and Lamar having that chat of like, I'm coming, I'm coming to you so we can go to the Super Bowl. Like yeah, that's yeah. why they're, that's they're, uh, like every team's Super Bowl or bust, but they really are Super Bowl or bust. They're that, next, <laughs> that, that one step up, you know, they're ready to compete and they're ready to compete now. And like, I'm, I know a lot of people like online, like a lot of reporters and stuff, they're actually having Ravens take out the division, which I can't yeah. see them doing that. But they definitely, to me, they're above a, They'll get that 11 win. So, obviously, I'm taking the overs. Uh, and then, obviously, topping the division, the Bengals. Oh, I think Joey Burrows, he, he wants that Super Bowl ring. He is going to be coming out, I reckon, this season. And hopefully, the quarterback, the Netflix series, follows him for this, oh, this upcoming season. Good. Because I feel like they need to. 
there's going to be such a big storyline there. Uh, like we said, getting to the AFC Championship two twice in a row. He's made it to one Super Bowl, but fell to the Rams. Like he's hungry, he's ready. That team has continuity, bringing so many players back, so many starters back. So I've got them finishing thirteen and four. Ooh. Eleven and a half is there. No, I'm, I'm happy to smash mm. that overs. Eleven and a half is not enough. They because they finished at twelve and four last year. You don't yeah. think they're going to prove it all on last year? Well, they'll, they'll have an extra game under their belt too. Exactly. So mm. I'm just. I'm just saying that extra game was a win. <laughs> I'm smashing, smashing the overs. I'm thinking like 15-2. Whoa. It's yeah. a real big year. You don't think that, that defense is getting a little bit smashed though? 15-2, baby. Yeah. And like, I just think this is this is their time to go because a couple of the wide receivers are up for contracts and things at the end of next year. So it's just this is it. Like they, They've kept everyone together. They've and Joey, Joey hasn't been paid yet, has he? So Joey's, Joey's due for a contract. He'll get it. Yeah, no oh, yeah, for sure, but that um, affects everything else as well, though. Now, now's the time. Mm. And it depends on what he's actually going to do with this contract. Is he going to like hamstrung the team by like taking the biggest bag possible, or is he going to take slightly less so they can actually go out and get some? I more think he, I reckon he wants success. I reckon he wants. Mm. He wants the. He wants that. Um, he wants the trophy. Yeah, Lombardi. L- the Lombardi. Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, he wants the football on top of that. He wants the football. The points bet people kind of agree with you. They've got the Bengals topping at two dollars forty. They've got the Ravens at three fifty, which you're saying it, that could be could be juicy though for those that are, are predicting uh, that they're going to take it out. They've got the Browns next at four fifty, and then the Steelers at five fifty. So oh, wow. a relatively close uh, division, but they they've got you switched with the Browns and the Steelers, mate. Yeah, and like I said, I just don't really have faith in. To Sean to come out like he like those stats towards when he actually was playing last season they were like they were pretty horrific. Oh, putrid. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think that's pretty bagels, much all we've got. I think the bagels at two forty is pretty juicy as well. Load up on that. Double well, up. I think it's it, it's between them and the Ravens. Sure, double up, boys. <laughs> yeah, when we when we get close to the season, I think we, we're definitely going to have to put some money where our mouth is and and pick some of these divisions. Uh, which I have done the last couple of years, and one of them I was successful. So, so. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all we've got for this week's episode. Uh, some big news on, like I said, uh, the, the commanders being sold. The biggest news of all is that our merch store merch is up. Store. Make yeah. sure you check that out. <laughs> Don't forget about uh, where, where can we? Don't forget about D Hop getting signed by. The... Well, actually, let's talk about that because that was a bit of a surprise going to the Titans, surely. Well, he was rumored to be going there for a long time. Yeah, it was. But didn't between, didn't he say the same thing about wanting to go to a, a team that's going to be in playoff? Like, I don't think everyone's putting like Oregon. More people put a line through the Titans than of saying, "Yeah, they're going to be playoffs." Okay, weren't you the person who put the biggest? I line put a them? fucking red line <laughs> straight. <through. laughs> we don't even know who their quarterback is yet. Like, yeah. So yeah, having Tannehill or you know Malik Willis or Will Levis like. They, they just really don't know. Isn't Tanner, um, is he gone? Or is he is still he, there? I don't I remember. Thought, Haven't we already no, done this division? <laughs> no, last, last, I think last time we talked about it, he was still there, but okay. they, it's room for them to open up some cap space if they get rid of him. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So it's yeah. all going to come down. We spoke about, we're jumping back a division, but we spoke about if Will Levis can come out and perform. <laughs> if he can yeah. come out and perform, then he'll probably take that spot and then they'll yeah. free up that cap space. We, yes. I was, when I saw it, I was a little bit taken back, though. Like, I know he went there and they did the big, 
you know, in, in his limo, they had him dressed up and stuff like that. But yeah, I was obviously say, it must have fucking worked. He did, obviously did the tour there. Did he do a tour up at New England? Yeah, he definitely did. And that's where I reckon they're the biggest losers out of this. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Patriots. It was, so it was kind of between, yeah, the Titans and Interesting New England. to see how, mm. like, would love to have seen him and uh, Mac Jones, the connection there. That would be good. Mm. Yeah, and that's, I think he, Mac Jones has got a lot of pressure on him this year as well. So having that extra weapon and, like, D-Hop is an absolute weapon. But now, at least with Tennessee, they do have, you know, an absolute beast on the ground and an absolute beast, like, in the air. So you got, yeah, obviously, Derek Henry is mm. borderline unstoppable. And then... Yeah, adding Hopkins as well. It and does. It does changing things a lot for that offense, doesn't it? It's yeah, not, well, it's, my, it's oh, not, not all on Henry Shaw's. Can, can you undo permanent market maker? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> because now it's just going to it's going to confuse defense. If you have both uh, Diop out there and Derek Henry, and yeah, set up, yeah, you yeah. set up in a formation where it looks like you either run or pass, that those defenses are going to be. And I think well, it's probably going to having such a grouse run game, which they've had for years now, is only going to help the offense, uh, like, so the, the, the air game. So, like, D-Hop's probably going to get more of the ball because everyone's going to be – I think you're going to be more worried about Derrick Henry than you are about there, especially with you don't know who's going to be throwing it. And even in Tannehill, if Tannehill is a QB, he's not renowned for being a big passing QB. Like, he's just really good at turning around and give it to Henry. So, <laughs> I think you're going to be more worried about him. But I think that'll open it up for Henry more uh, – sorry for Hopkins more because, like you said, they're going to be more worried about Henry. It just, it, they just... complement each other. They, you can't mm. double Henry. Sorry, you can't double D-Hop and then just leave Henry. And you yeah, can't not have five, Henry, only have five in the box. Henry's just going to have a – he'll have 100 yards every week if that's going to it be It just complements each other, so it's good. Mm. Maybe we have to go back and redo that. No, I still think the Jags. <laughs> the Jags are still the top of that division. But, <laughs> but All right, boys, we're talking a lot too much dribble. Uh Danny, who do we decide we're going Link, with next links week? Links to the merch store. Links to the merch store. Yes, they're in our – you'll find them. Where will we find them? They're on Twitter. There'll be one on, there'll be one on this episode. They'll be on our, what, Instagram. And they're Twitter. on Facebook. It's, it's, actually, Twitter. it's actually pinned to our Twitter profile. Yeah, so Facebook. if you missed the post, uh, it's actually pinned to our Twitter profile now. So if you just go to our profile, it's the number one tweet. Yeah. yeah. It's the merch store. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> and make sure that you follow us on all of the socials, anygivensunday.au on Instagram. AGSAU podcast on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. You can find us. We interact. We love getting around it, especially Danny. He loves the, the Jets supporters the most. Uh, we've got YouTube. That's huge. Make sure you, you like us, subscribe, set the little the little bell so you know when we do come out. This will be out. It is Friday. We're gonna. This will be out immediately. It'll be out today. Uh, we also yes, it'll be out in twenty minutes as soon as I get it all done. Uh, Tuesday we'll have the Berry interview out. The boys will be. That was a great chat. We'll put that out immediately. Um, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting, but next week, next week, who do we decide we're going to go with? So we are going to be going with the NFC West, which is made up of the 49ers, the Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Mm, Cardi's boy, Gino. You see little A, is my boy. Yeah, no, nice. Well, good luck, Cardi. If all does happen in the next few days, uh, otherwise we'll see you next week. Sounds good. All the best. Yeah, thanks for that. No one wants it. All right, go to the Packers. <laughs> <laughs>